Yo, today's QOD is set a goal to become a millionaire for what it will make of you to achieve it. Here we go. Back to the quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. I am so fired up for this week's content because I'm declaring it once again. Money Mindset Week. It's like Finance Friday all week long. I'm so excited because this is one of, actually not one of, it is my favorite topic of all time. Hopefully it's one of your favorite topics of all time as well. Becoming the most abundant version of yourself. Now, as you know, tomorrow I am teaching a free class. It's called Five Things the Money Gurus Never, Ever, 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 Ever Tell You. If you're struggling with saving your money, with paying your bills, with paying off your debt, with following the financial guru's baby steps, you're going to want to be on this call. Spend one hour with me. Everything is going to make sense to you. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, like that's what's been getting in my way. You have to be there freemoneyclass.com. Again, that's freemoneyclass.com. Get signed up right now and be there tomorrow. If you can't make it, there'll be a replay link sent to you. And so just sign up. I'll send you the replay link on the following morning so you can watch it and learn this stuff. It is so, so, so important. Also, Money Mind Academy enrollment opens up tomorrow evening. Super excited. We haven't done this for probably seven or eight months. I have fine-tuned the program, made it better than ever. I really want you to be in that too. So tomorrow evening, you can go to moneymindacademy.com and get enrolled in Money Mind Academy. Now, I also have a surprise for you on Saturday. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you know what the surprise is. But if you don't follow me on Instagram, like, why don't you follow me on Instagram? But you don't know what the surprise is. So follow me on Instagram. So in the future, you will know what the surprise is. So I'm, I got that coming to you on Saturday. So today's episode, I've got Jim Rohn on the show, and he's talking about setting a big money goal. And when we think about setting big money goals, what we tend to think about is, like, what's that money going to buy me? What am I going to pay off? What am I going to do with that money? That's part of it. That's like, that's like 25% of it. The rest of it is about the journey of self-discovery. This is the big Money Mind Academy question. If money were no longer a problem, who would you be being if money were no longer a problem, who would you be being? Answer that. You'd be being more confident, more decisive, a risk taker, more generous. So if you do not have the amount of money that you want to have right now, you probably don't have those particular traits right now that you just thought of. And the journey from now to where you want to go financially is a journey of becoming more of those words that you just came up with. 
It's a journey of becoming more confident, more authentic, more giving, more generous, more decisive. It's about who you become. That is 75% of it. So when you become the person who has that amount of money, you will have that amount of money. But as long as you're not, you won't. You have to go on the journey. Here's Jim. Here's how simple goal setting is. Change my life. Decide what you want and write it down. I mean, that's how profound this stuff is. Decide what you want and write it down. Make a list. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to see? What do you want to be? What do you want to have? What do you want to share? What projects would you like to support? What would you like to be known for? What skills would you like to learn? Some extraordinary things you'd like to do, ordinary things you'd like to do, right? Silly little things you'd like to do, very important things you'd like to do. Decide, decide on all that stuff and write it down, write it down, write it down. That's how simple this stuff is. And it's your own private list. If it's really private, you know, on your list, put some stuff in code where nobody can understand it if this list <laughs> fell into unfriendly hands. <laughs> and simple things, whatever. Foolish things, doesn't matter. It's your list. I had a little revenge on my first list. <laughs> Budget finance, who used to harass me. I got two or three payments behind this one guy called incessantly. Said, we're gonna come get your car, drag it rear end up down the street in front of your neighbors. <laughs> Put me down something fierce. When I met Shof, got my life straightened out, one of the first things on one of my lists was budget finance. <laughs> and when I finally got the money, I needed a little drama in my life. Finally got the money to pay them off. I put it in small bills in a big briefcase. <laughs> Walked into the budget finance office on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. The guy who harassed me so often, his desk was about three back. I opened the door, walked in right up to his desk, stood right in front of him, never said a word. He said, well, what are you doing here? Didn't say a word. I opened up this briefcase, dumped this pile of money all over his desk. I said, count it. It's all there. I'll never be back. Turned around, walked out, slammed the door. Now that might not be noble, but you got to try it at least one time. Pay off with a little drama. Got to check them off my list. Keep your list with you. I keep my list in my journal so that I can go back. Five years ago, here was my list. And I'm a little embarrassed. Here's what I thought was so important now. How my philosophy has changed from 10 years ago, five years ago, three years ago. Here's my old list. Here's my new list. Here's what's valuable to me now. Here's what I want my life to be now. Here's where I want to go, what I want to do, what I want to see. Keep your lists of goals so that it shows your growth, shows your ability to change and grow. Your philosophy grows and expands what's valuable. Setting goals. Doesn't matter how small, foolish it is. Put it on your list. My Japanese friend, Toro Ikeda, put on his first list, a Caucasian gardener. Good morning. <laughs> Thought that was good. Have you got this profound thing now on setting goals? Here's how profound it is. Decide what you want and write it down. Get together with your wife, decide. Get together with your kids, decide. 
Get together with your business colleagues. Decide, write it down, make a list. Okay, that's how easy it is. Now let me give you one more scenario on setting goals. When I started making my first list, Mr. Shelf said, Mr. Rohn, looks like we're gonna be together for a while. I said, I've got a suggestion for you. He said, I think one of the first goals you ought to set, you're a 25-year-old American male, sure you've made some mistakes, but now you're on the road to better things. You got a family, worth it. Reasons makes the difference. And he said, you've got every reason to do this. He said, why don't you, among all the goals you're gonna set, he said, why don't you set a goal to become a millionaire? A millionaire, this is America. All the possibilities are available. Why don't you set a goal eh, to become a millionaire? He said, it's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> millionaire. Enough zeros to impress your accountant. Millionaire. And he said, here's why. Now I thought, the man doesn't need to teach me why. I'm thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a million dollars? He said, no, that's not it. Here's why. And I had one of the greatest lessons I ever learned, and I'm about to share it with you. This will be worth the price of being here today if you can capture what I'm about to share with you. Here's what Mr. Shelf said. Set a goal to become a millionaire. And he said, here's why. For what it will make of you to achieve it. And I got one of the greatest classes in one sentence I've ever received in my life. Set a goal that'll make you stretch that far for what it will make of you to achieve it. What a brand new reason for setting goals. What an all-encompassing challenge to have a better vision of the future. What for? To see what it will make of you to achieve it. And here's why, the greatest value in life is not what you get. The greatest value in life is what you become. Major question to ask on the job is not, what am I getting here? That's not the major question. The major question to ask is, what am I becoming here? It's not what you get that makes you valuable, it's what you become that makes you valuable. So Shelf said, set a goal to become a millionaire for what it will make of you to achieve it. Let me give you the key phrase on setting goals. Set the kind of goals that will make something of you to achieve them. Set the kind of goals that will make something of you to achieve them. Always keep that in mind. What will this make of me? If I set this goal and go for it, not only will I achieve it, but what will it make of me in the process? What a whole new concept on setting goals. Now there's two parts to this, and then we're wrapping up goals. Here's the first part now on this goal setting for what you become. Number one, don't set your goals too low. Interesting, we teach in leadership. Don't join an easy crowd. You won't grow. Go where the expectations are high. Go where the demands are high. Go where the pressure's on to perform, to grow, to change, to develop, to read, to study, to develop skills. I belong to a small group. We do business around the world. You cannot believe the expectations at that level. What we expect of each other in terms of excellence, far beyond average. Why? So that we can each grow, so that we can receive from the group, we can contribute to the group, something unprecedented. It's called living at the summit. Go where the demands are high. Go where the expectations are strong so that it'll provoke you, push you urgently, insist. 
that you not remain the same for the next couple of years, the next five years, that you'll grow and change. So don't set your goals too low. The guy says, well, I don't need much. Well, then you don't need to become much. <laughs> now here's the last part on setting goals. Don't compromise, don't sell out. There were some things I went for back in those early years that I paid too big a price for. If I'd have known how much it was gonna cost me, I never would have paid, but I didn't know. Don't sell out. Ancient phrase says, count the cost, count the cost, count the cost. An ancient story says, Judas got the money. You say, well, that's a success story. No, no. <laughs> it's true, 30 pieces of silver in those days was a sizable fortune. You say, well, if a guy's got a fortune, right, that's a success story. No, you don't understand. His name was Judas. Doesn't that ring a bell? <laughs> Judas. You say, oh, yes, Judas, Judas, the traitor. That's right, the traitor got the money. Doesn't that change the story? And the answer is, of course, it changes the story. Interestingly enough, after Judas gets the money from becoming a traitor, he's got the money in his hot little hand, and now he's unhappy. Someone says, well, if you had a fortune, how could you be unhappy? Well, he wasn't unhappy with the money. He was unhappy with himself. Key phrase, the greatest source of unhappiness is self-unhappiness. The greatest source of unhappiness doesn't come from outside. The greatest source of unhappiness comes from inside. And here's where the erosion starts, doing a little less than you could. That's where the beginning little infection of unhappiness starts, doing a little less than you can, not feeling that good about yourself. So don't let that happen. Judas is unhappy. He says, what will I do? He says, oh, I'll just take the money back. Walked in where he got the money and said, here, take this money. I'm unhappy. They said, heck with you, Judas. We got what we wanted. You got what you wanted. Out. They threw him out with his money. Judas says, well, what do I do now? He says, oh, clever. Should have thought of this first. I'll just throw the money away. And he proceeded to throw his fortune away. Why would he throw his fortune away? He was so unhappy with himself. And that's not even the end of the scenario. After he threw his fortune away, he couldn't change what he became, a traitor. And now in total abject frustration, he goes out and hangs his worthless self. Why such a tragic end? Because he was so unhappy with himself. He sold out. He sold out. He paid too big a price. Ancient script sums it all up and said, what if you gained the whole world and it costs you your soul too big a price to pay if you got the whole world? Don't sell out. Don't compromise your values. Don't compromise your virtues. Don't compromise your philosophy. Key. Here's the key word, beware. If Judas could speak back, he'd probably say beware. Two good words from ancient script. One, behold, the positive word. Behold the possibilities, behold the opportunity. Behold the drama, behold the awesomeness, behold the uniqueness. Behold the majesty, behold, behold. What a good word. But here's the other word, beware, beware, beware. Don't sell out. Mark well what you become in pursuit of what you want, but I'm inspiring you, hopefully, to set the kind of goals that will transform your life. 
make you far better than you are, far stronger than you are. All righty, that was Jim Rohn kicking off the week. His website is jimrohn.com. You can check out this entire talk. It's on Jim's audio program called The Art of Exceptional Living. You can find that at nightingale.com as well as audible.com. Get signed up for tomorrow's class at freemoneyclass.com, and I will see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. Peace.